Africa will not be truly free until the day that France leaves the African continent. While all colonialists left and the shades of colonialism or neocolonialism are very subtle, France said, hold my cup. They said, listen, we're not even going to pretend that we gave you freedom because we did not. For as far as we're involved, you're still our colonial sovereigns and we are your colonial masters when you gain independence we will make you sign a document that makes you relinquish your economical political and democratic powers over to us because only we the french can help you govern your country and grow it and dr arikana chihombori says while we think that many things trouble africa the biggest problem on the african continent is one country by the name france Africa, I came to the conclusion that France was the biggest risk to peace and security and overall African development, particularly in West Africa, because of one particular agreement that they would make the African heads of state sign when they were receiving their independence. It was a horrible, continues to be a horrible document that sadly it has been allowed to continue to this very day to the serious detriment of the Africans. So I set out to educate the Africans about France. Others would say, why didn't you talk about the British and all other colonizers? Yes, we would speak about them as well. But the root, the one that is leading the pack, the one that is taking the crown of the abuse and exploitation, it is France. And I felt very strongly that if France can come to the table and, uh, and uh, also uh, renegotiate those contracts, if France can leave Africa, that would be the beginning of true liberation, and I'm talking economic liberation of the African continent. So France is leading the pack because of its deep roots within Africa, because of the uh, agreements that they, the heads of states were made to sign during independence of Africa. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, talking to you guys about black people, Africans, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can connect with me in social media at Indira Oganga on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And let me just take a moment to say thank you to everybody that takes their time to drop me a DM on Instagram on a video that you've watched and you want to share your thoughts i always make a point of responding i've also seen some of your emails and i'm just so grateful that the message is getting out there and eventually so many people will 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 get along on the course and we will be able to achieve what we're fighting so hard for today i want us to talk about an interview that that dr arikana chihombori did she has always spoken about french neocolonialism and dominance on the african continent but in this video i want us to go a little bit deeper you know me i'm a business journalist i'm your numbers girl i'll always show up with the numbers and just put everything that she says into perspective because many a times when we talk about these things you're like oh she's just rumbling oh she just hates the french oh they hate white people and that's one of the reasons why um Dr. Arikana Chihombori lost her job because of how vocal she was about the abuse, the economical, political, democratic, and social abuse that is happening in Africa, particularly Francophone Africa. Let's start from the beginning. When different people thought that, oh, this place is green, this place is very rich in resources, they came in, they colonized the continent. And Africans decided that this has gone on for too long. We want our freedom. We are smart enough people. We can govern ourselves. Blood, sweat, and tears, Africans are able to get their independence. But 
did they actually get their independence? There's something called French neocolonialism. And even though the Brits have maintained um, a little bit of contact with, with the touch of brute force on the African continent, and the force comes in forms of like economic sanctions and travel sanctions, just to remind you that they are above you, the French are not subtle at all. The French are literally not subtle. They're shameless in their, in their continuous colonization of African countries that they had colonized 50, 60 years ago. Dr. Kanachi Hombori talks about this in detail, but I will allow her to talk about what the French are doing in Africa present day. I want to put into context Back from when Africans got independence in 1958 until today, what has been happening? You know me, let's get in with the data. Now, in 1958, let's take Guinea for example. In 1958, when Guinea gained their independence, they, they had a conversation with the French and they said, we think we are ready to govern ourselves and to rule ourselves. And the French said, oh, okay, so what do you want? And the Guinea, Guinean said, we want you out of our country. So what happened is 3,000 French nationals left, but they didn't just leave, they left damage behind. They destroyed schools, they destroyed roads, they destroyed hospitals, they destroyed medicine, they destroyed cars, anything that they thought was linked to them and their modern civilization, they flattened before they left that country as if, as if they built those roads for free. Weren't those roads built to transport slaves, to transport stolen mineral resources? Weren't those roads built to transport your people so you can traverse the country and the region to see where you can go and exploit next? The French were acting as if they were God's given gift to Guinea. They flattened everything before they left to show Guinea that we're taking everything that we came with because you don't want to associate with us anymore. But what the French were forgetting that they were, it wasn't even a mutually beneficial relationship because the Guineans were slaves to the French. Anybody read the history of colonization? These are things that I was taught in history in school. It didn't benefit Africans by any means. It came with forced labor. It came with little to no payment. It came with taxes for the little payment that you're given. It came with something called the Kipande system where you couldn't even run away because they had these tags that they put on you. It came with torture. It came with violence. It came with exploiting natural resources that were supposed to benefit these people that you use to develop and grow your country. But when people say, I think it's time that we take back our own country. You flatten everything. If you think that's 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 even like the pinnacle of French impunity on the continent, you're wrong. We take a look at Togo. Togo wanted independence again from France, right? And they fought for their independence and they said, we want our independence. We've earned it. We've earned it. Whatever you've gotten from Togo is enough. Now, the resources of Togo and the people of Togo belong to the country of Togo. France said, oh yeah, but you know what happened in Guinea. So if you don't want that to happen to you, then we have to have a different conversation. And they tried, listen, they tried to make the president of Togo sign a continuous colonization agreement. And when he refused, they said, then you have to pay a colonization fee, 
a colonization development fee. If you don't want us to spoil the schools that we've built, the hospitals that we've built, and these things were benefiting white people. They were not even benefiting black people. Until they left is when now black people and Africans had access to these things. And I'm not even kidding because there's some schools in Kenya, some of the old schools, they were predominantly white people schools. Yes. Yes, there were schools for the colonial masters. The children of the peasants would go to different schools and the great schools were meant for their children. So it's such a double standard and a sense of self-entitlement. And, you know, the president of Togo back then said, you know what, it's fine, we're going to pay. But little did he know what he had signed up for. You know what happened? When in 1963, they tried to pay the annual. It's not a one-time fee, it's an annual. You pay every year. That annual fee was 40% of the total national budget. 40% of what you need to run your country needs to go to France to pay the annual colonization fee. It doesn't stop there. It does not stop there. The French and their and they, they just have a chokehold on the African continent because for leaders who refuse to abide to French rules, guess what happened to them? They were hosted in military coups by people who were given arms and money and linked to the French. That's exactly what happened to the president of Guinea in the long run. That's exactly what happened to the president of Togo in the long run. What does this statistic say? Um, in fact, during the last 50 years, a total of 67 coups, 67 coups happened in 26 African countries. 16 of the 26 16 of the 26 African countries are ex-French colonies, which means 61% of coups happened in Francophone Africa. This is just basic mathematics and common sense. Why is there so much instability in Francophone Africa if there isn't French intervention? It doesn't stop there. If, if, if you don't agree with them, they ask you out of power. So they, they have you on a chokehold politically, but also economically. And Dr. Arkana Chihombori will expound on this, but let me just touch on it. These countries are expected to deposit their national reserves, your money. You go to work at the end of the month. Your boss tells you, I want you to deposit your salary in my account, and I can only allow you 15% of your salary right when you need it and then when you need more of your own money i'm going to lend it to you you have to borrow it from me at an interest rate at a french interest rate that is exactly what is happening that is exactly what is happening to these countries most of them still have deposit their national reserves with the french central bank and they only have access to 15 to about 15 to 20 percent of that money and if you need extra of your money, you have to borrow it from France. Please tell me, please tell me that France still needs to be on the African continent. Please tell me if you think that Africa is truly free if France is still doing this on the African continent. And let's not even get to the multinationals because it's just not France. The multinationals are here also and colonizing the rest of Africa. But that's a story for another day. Let's hear what Dr. Arikana Chihombori had to say. And for Africa, I came to the conclusion that France 
was the biggest risk to peace and security and overall African development, particularly in West Africa, because of one particular agreement that they would make the African heads of state sign when they were receiving their independence. It was a horrible, continues to be a horrible document that sadly it has been allowed to continue to this very day to the serious detriment of the Africans. So I set out to educate the Africans about France. Others would say, why didn't you talk about the British and all other colonizers? Yes, we would speak about them as well. But the route, the one that is leading the pack, the one that is taking the crown of the abuse and exploitation, it is France. And I felt very strongly that if France can come to the table and, uh, and uh, also uh, renegotiate those contracts, if France can leave Africa, that would be the beginning of true liberation. And I'm talking economic liberation of the African continent. So France is leading the pack because of its deep roots within Africa, because of the uh, agreements that they, the heads of states were made to sign during independence of Africa. It continues to be in place today. And through that document, uh, African countries, the former French colonies, uh, upwards, it used to be 85% of, the, of their bank reserves had to be deposited with the French Treasury. It's now down to around 50 to 60%. To this day, poor countries are sending their bank reserves to France. To this day, poor countries, the first right of refusal of all, of all contracts, public, private, large, small French companies, the first right of refusal. To this day, all minerals discovered yet to be discovered, France has the first right of refusal. To this day, those former French colonies, all their uh, military must be trained by France. All their military equipment must be purchased from France. And France has a presence in their countries and can invade those countries without notice should they feel their French interests are being violated. So at every level, the document is horrible and it remains in place today. I was horrified when I began to see the extent to which people simply did not know. So I made that my mission number one. Because as a medical doctor, if you're dealing with, uh, with, a, with let's say, an accident situation, you first uh, assess uh, the heart. Does the patient have a heartbeat? Is the patient breathing? You don't worry about the broken bone. You don't worry about other peripheral damages. You start with the core. If the patient is breathing, if the patient has a heartbeat, you must revive them, get a heartbeat, get the lungs, get them breathing, and then you can deal with the other peripheral issues. So I felt the heartbeat of what was ailing Africa started with France. If we can deal with what France is doing in Africa, dealing with the rest of the colonizers will be easy, for their roots are not as entrenched into Africa as the French roots to this day. Until you understand the atrocities that France has committed on the African continent and continues to commit, you might think that when Africans say France must leave the continent, we're just being overly dramatic and we just don't like the French or we have a personal vendetta against white people, but that's not the case. The things that France continues to do, the impunity it continues to perpetuate on the African continent is unheard of and again, is unspoken of. Nobody is willing to hold France 
to account. Their friends just allow them to keep doing what they're doing. I said, if it was an African country doing this to another place, everybody would be up in arms. And that's why there's so much global hypocrisy on what's right and what's wrong. We keep blurring the lines until it's Ukraine and America has an interest there, then we speak. But when it's a place like Africa, nobody cares. And that's why it's important for Africans to rise up and raise their voices because until all of us are free, nobody is free. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you again next time. Give this video a like if you liked it. Comment down below what you think because up until today, 14 African countries, up until 2014 rather, 14 African countries were still paying the annual colonization fee to France. I, I do, like, I imagine if, if somebody said, okay, um, you know what? You black people, we know you worked in... Um, cotton farms and you worked as slaves but if you don't want us to deport you back to the country you came from you have to pay a slave trade fee every year so we allow you to continue living in there on in america as black people because you don't belong here right imagine if that was the case like somebody oppresses you for years and then says but if you want to enjoy the little the little benefits that came with your oppression then you have to pay that is exactly what francophone countries have to contend with every single year thank you so much for watching on dero ganga is the name on facebook instagram and twitter connect with me i'll see you again next time